Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. Here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 108 of the Foxy Podcast show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. Got what I feel like is another wide-reaching episode for you this time around. Lots of fantastic new releases and reissues continue to find their way to the Freeform Freakout bunker, making for some heavy late-night listening sessions. So I'm excited to be out of my usual dark hovel and sharing some of these sounds with you. Thought I'd start the show off with this first full-length solo release from the Norwegian artist Gauti Granli. He's a member of the noise rock outfit Freddy the Dyke, and he's actually currently wrapping up a fairly extensive tour of the U.S. right now with Macho Blush, so maybe some of you have caught him live recently. This new release called Animalist, with its awkward family photo-like cover art, features some oddball songs and instrumentals that are all over the map stylistically. This opening track, Sunal Al, that I'm going to play has a nice plodding and eerie feel to it. So again, we'll get things going here with Gotti Granli.
you're hearing here an excerpt from the first piece on a release from Samuel Dunscombe and Tim Olive. It's called Zanshi, which reportedly means this idea of sort of the leftovers, sort of this hollowing out of the core and uh, I guess decoring, getting at to what is left or what remains of, I guess, various sounds and what have you. And it's sort of a concept, I guess, that to me has parallels with what like Bill Dixon was about with this idea of going to the center. Um, but it's a really, really nice release here where there's all these sort of amplified objects and guitar and field recording and radio signals and uh, great, great stuff. Uh, it was recorded in Japan just a few years ago and just came out on Kendra Steiner Editions, one of their uh, more recent releases. But uh, really fascinating stuff. I recommend checking that one out. In front of that, also from Japan, from the very seminal Japanese underground collection called Tokyo Flashback that originally came out on PSF back in 1991 and was given the this lavish deluxe reissue version first time on vinyl but on black editions it's really really amazing uh, presentation I mean this is like gallery worthy uh, pressings and uh, presentation but great collection that features you know all the heavy hitters Fushitsusha, Kijiheno um, Ghost and the track that I played was from White Heaven and a really great track features you know all the, the heavy hitters from the whole Japanese psychedelic underground scene and Black Editions of course is doing is devoted exclusively to reissuing all that stuff on PSF records it's great to kind of get back into that. I know when that stuff was originally coming out, followers of like Forced Exposure, which is where you could get all that. You know, even the CD copies of like Japanese imports were so expensive back in the day, like in the 90s, that I know I passed on a lot of that stuff just because I didn't want to spend that much. So now, I mean, I guess I'm willing to spend a little bit more for these these editions. So it's nice to have them in the collection. The track I played from White Heaven was called Blind Promise, which was an alternate take of that one. In front of that, a group or project very much, uh, I guess, influenced by the whole PSF sound, kind of heavy psych rock in general, talking about Headroom, which is a solo project of uh, Chrissy Badaline, who might be a familiar name. She also plays in the group Mountain Movers, who I know I played something from a few weeks back, part of that whole uh, New Haven kind of underground music scene. This is a great one. Uh, it just came out on Trouble in Mind. It's a release called Head in the Clouds. And yeah, if you like that heavy psych rock, uh, maybe a little more experimental sounding than in Mountain Movers in some respects. I mean, they kind of stick more to a more kraut mold. But uh, I really like this new one. Uh, I played a track called The Second Blazing Star. wanted to play one actually with her vocals on it. I like the kind of dreamy quality of her vocals, but uh, I'll maybe hold some of those for the weekly show, so uh, tune in if you can. Played some improvised work from a trio of musicians who are based in the Netherlands. It's uh, Jose Amador, 
Dirar Kalash, and Arvid Ganga. And from a really nice new release of theirs called Fading Ground. And this kind of improvised, free rock, though not very rock sounding. The track that I played was probably the closest they get to sort of a rock song-like feel. Though I say that and recognize that in the loosest possible way. <laughs> but nice interaction between them. It's, uh, it's Jose and Arvid playing electric guitars and various objects and then it's Durar who plays electric violin and electronics so they can coax a pretty interesting uh, range of abrasive sounds and dreamy sounds all over the place it's available from a label called Al Bayan more stuff from the uh, that general neck of the woods we heard from Thomas E. Frank Gosh, just a really, really nice pop album with great songs. It came out at this time, actually, last year, out on Omelot, who had been playing some various uh, groups, uh, like Neutral, for example. But this one, uh, the, the translation of the title is Three Months, and I played the title track from that. But yeah, if you just like good songwriting... And it doesn't matter if you can't understand the lyrics. There's a nice feel to the vocals. And the playing is just phenomenal. He's a part of a group called Den Storva Vilan. And uh, this was his first solo album. So check that one out. And also, to start off the show, another first solo or debut solo release, we played something from Gauti Granli really really like that one kind of a crazy manic energy every track's very very different and we played Sunal Al the leadoff track from that I'm gonna head into this next set here and play something from Posset the work of Joe Murray the master of the dictaphone and various spliced vocal splatter <laughs> great great stuff this comes from a new split release out on Power Moves Library, where he's joined up with Kevin Cahill, the, the man responsible for Power Moves Library. And it's a great release, a nice homemade packaging with nice prints in it. And it also comes with a nice book of, uh, a nice chapbook of poetry featuring uh, Kevin Cahill's uh, poetry work. Um, really, really great stuff. Always love getting new material from Power Moves Library and I think the pairing with Posset here is perfect. So I'm going to start off this next block here with an excerpt from Posset's track called A Jar of Wasp Honey.
that song is both those moments when Coltrane would take the horn out of his mouth, as Miles Davis had advised, but not to stop playing, instead to give vent to that roar of exhilaration mixed anguish, more transitions transition, the title of a record from this year, Coltrane's music itself, and suddenly, without warning on the audio version, at least Coltrane, I think it is, comes out to the microphone, and starts shouting, comes in roaring, boom, orm, slash oom, om, the primal word, the primal vocalized sound, that sets the universe, into being,
e in ogni camera ho lasciato qualche mia energia quanti figli dell'amore ho sprecato io racchiusi in quattro mura ormai saranno spazzatura se un figlio si accorgesse che per caso è nato fra migliaia di occasioni capirebbe tutti i sogni che la vita dà con gioia ne vivrebbe tutte quante le illusioni senza mai piangerci su quante angosce ho provocato per godere un po' di più quante frasi false ho detto quante strane verità per fare sul mio metro questa personalità
Behind me, you're hearing some new solo work here from Cody Yantis. That it comes as part of this tiny portrait series out on Flaming Pines, which is a imprint run by Kate Carr. These little three-inch CDRs, uh, where recordings take place in a very uh, specific location. This piece called Outside of Memory uh, was recorded out in uh, Yantis's stomping grounds in Colorado in a place called Sisu, kind of a new, uh, unique area landscape-wise where he's kind of tucked in the, uh, the mountains and the plains area using just uh, kind of the natural environments. And it looks like uh, Aeolian Harp uh, is one thing on here too that's listed as part of the recordings crossed paths with Mr. Yantis recently, where a bit of serendipity comes into play where you can pick a locale, have a beer, flip through records, and have a cup of coffee all within a 50-foot radius. doesn't happen often, but it's nice when it does. So kudos to Mr. Yantis. In front of that a new release out on Field Hymns by a duo that goes by the name Mega Breath. Very fun release. I know the duo does feature uh, Dylan McConnell, who runs Field Hymns, here laying down some heavy rock grooves with some fuzz bass, drums, organ, moog. I love some of the titles on this one here. Ride Em All, Kill the Lightning, the... ESG song, Light My Wire. Certainly a group that doesn't take themselves too seriously, and they're all the better for it. Fun stuff, cool play on the whole Maxell uh, cassette packaging, done by Tiny Hammers, I'm sure. But uh, fun release. I played one of the tracks on the B-side called In the Mouth of the Realm from that tape called Ultra High Noise. In front of that, rounding out kind of a trio of Italian-related releases. We heard from Armando Schiassia from an album from 1970 that was never really commercially available. Schiassia produced a bunch of stuff for these uh, various library production houses. He was a composer of uh, kind of various exotica and or erotica and uh, this is a really, really cool album that sounds so ahead of its time. And I know I mentioned his name as part of that um, collaborative release that I played on the last show, which, of course, it, the name escapes me right now. But uh, this one's really, really great. And I know I, I think with the last one I had mentioned some sort of stereo lab, crowdy stuff. More from this, I, I would say this album actually falls more into that vein than the previous one. Infinity was the name of that last one I played on the last show. But this is called Impressions in Rhythm and Sound. It was officially released last year on this kind of a collaborative uh, release between Omni and Roundtable. And I played the track called Circuito Shuiso, or Shuiso. Another fantastic reissue from roughly the same era, uh, Franco Battiato from the first of a trio of great avant pop releases that he put out. This was the title track from the album Fetus that came out in 1971. 
and Superior Viduct did the world a favor and put all three of these out at the uh, just in the last couple of weeks. And these are really, really fantastic albums that blend kind of, as I said, pop music, folk music, with this, you know, very avant-garde kind of electronic production value. And Badiato would go on. He has done a lot of composing and things like that. But uh, this string of records is really, really cool. Um, if you like things that are just kind of... I mean, I, there's parts of it that reminds me of even like Os Mutantes, that kind of really forward-thinking psychedelia. But I really like this one. Nice uh, gatefold jackets. It was mastered by Jim O'Rourke, so great sound quality. Uh, check those out. Good stuff. And then at the start of that uh, trio of Italian works that I mentioned, played a new album from a trio called WK569, and which is some artists who are both kind of working in composing, but in just sort of electronic music research and sound research. And uh, this is actually uh, a bit of a, an homage or a dedication to the sound engineer named Marino Zerucci, or Zucchiri, if I'm saying it right, all these Italian words. Yeah, the, the name of the release is called Omaggio e Marino Zucchiri, uh, who reportedly was a part of Milan's RAI electronic music studio, which was home to a number of uh, uh, great composers in the electronic field, Cage, um, Barrio, some great stuff. Um, so this is a new 12-inch EP that came out on Boring Machines that is, a, as I mentioned, a bit of an homage to that composer and that engineer. In front of that, we played something from the UK and an artist named Machulat. Adam Machulat, I believe. Gosh, got to get my names down before I turn on the microphone here. But he uh, played something from his previous CD that came out on Rester Records, which he runs, and I believe he has a hand in uh, doing sound and things at Cafe Auto, so some listeners out there, might that might be a familiar name to you. This is from his latest cassette release cut, called Cutting the Stone. Put a nice bit of uh, field recording work spliced together with some nice electroacoustic things on top of it. We heard benches from that one. And then Posset starting things off from a new split release with Kevin Cahill out on Power Moves Library. And I'm going to continue into this next set with more brand new music. A new EP from Carla Del Forno. It's a 12-inch EP called The Garden that just came out on Blackest Ever Black. And uh, played something just on the last show from another new release that she was involved in from that group Fingers, but uh, this one is a nice uh, follow-up to her previous solo album, which I really, really liked. I was waiting for that thunderclap. But I'm going to play a track from this one called Makeup Talk, and uh, we'll continue on from there. So here again is Carla Del Forno. Thank you. 
Thank you.
hearing some of the installation works of Annie F. Jacques here, Canadian artist who we've played previously on the show. He's done stuff with uh, tape works and here doing a lot of working with various objects and motors and rocks and paper. <laughs> and I uh, always like her work here. This is from a new one. Comes out on Reading Group Records recently. And you're hearing a little excerpt of the first track, which was recorded this year, actually, in Brussels. From that, going back to the 80s, early to mid-80s from Washington, D.C., project called Wicked Witch, which is the work of Richard Sims. It's kind of really lo-fi, funky rock numbers that, gosh, in some ways it almost reminds me of aerial pink in places. But uh, this was a collection that put together some of his singles that he had put out. A collection called Chaos 1978-1986. Another older one, the debut release from Tangerine Dream. Back in the early 70s here, I guess the initial lineup which was drastically different sounding than what uh, Tangerine Dream would become, which I think they have a brand new record out with <laughs> uh, other people right now. But this was with uh, Conrad Schnitzler and uh, Edgar Froese and Klaus Schultz, actually, sounding much more like a full-on rock group than more of the pulsing electronic music that they would go on to do. Great album called Electronic Meditation, and we heard Ashes to Ashes. Play that one because Electronic Meditation is actually going to be given a full-on uh, reissue here for the dreaded Black Friday Record Store Day deal. So be on the lookout for that. There'll be copies floating around. Maybe you don't have to stand in line and endure all that other nonsense. Prior to that, brand new stuff was pleased to see this one from Berber Ox a new tape out on cave recordings. Berberox is a project of David Rutledge out of Australia. Really like the stuff that he put out back in Stun Records back in the day, and it's been a few years since I've heard anything new from him. And this one just arrived in the mailbox and was, again, pleased to, to see that. This one here apparently is uh, inspired by some of his travels through China and sort of the congestion and all the conditions that were there that he had to endure various field recordings and uh, synth textures that he uses really really nice release it's called a year and a half i put a piece called betty was devastating put new stuff another thing out on kendra steiner editions another thing from tom crean another artist i've played in past shows uh, great guitarist, banjo player, improviser, composer, and here another fine work here called Three Heads Tame. And there's some reoccurring uh, tracks and some collaborative pieces on this one here. But I played uh, this, this part of the suite that is spread out throughout the album. This is part four, titled Gray. And again, featuring some of the stuff that you've heard in previous releases, uh, banjo improvisations, some kind of meditative uh, electric guitar works, and he's joined in a few here with like Matt Robodeau, 
is on a few of them. Really, really strong release from him, and one that I need to spend a bit more time with because it just showed up a few days ago. As did the one before that. New stuff from Lee Noble, another artist it's been a few years since I've, I've heard any um, newer material from. New tape that he put out on his No Kings imprint. It's called The Hell of You Come In. That features some nice, also some synthesizer suites. And then there's some nice songs there, especially on the B side of this one. And the track that I played with is more of a, a mellow guitar number. Very different from the rest of the tape. But it's a nice one. That was called Working. And if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Lee Noble is now relocated to our neck of the woods. So hoping he'll be out playing some shows and doing things around here. And we started off with brand new stuff from Carla Del Forno at the very top of the set. I'm going to head into the last bit of music here. I'm going to play a fairly lengthy excerpt here from a new box set release from Roland Kane. This here is going to be just a very, very small snippet of this 14-hour composition entitled A Little Electronic Milky Way of Sound. A 16-CD box set. Yes, indeed. I have only scratched the surface of this one. Maybe a quarter of the material I've heard. I, this is one I'm just going to be throwing on in the days and months ahead just to kind of slowly digest all of it. But it's a really fascinating piece of electronic music. And uh, Kane had produced a number of works uh, back in the, I don't know, was it 80s, 70s, 80s? And here, this is one of his later... Uh, era pieces that he put together which was recorded I believe it was 2009 Uh, but this just came out on Frozen Reads and uh, it's pretty fascinating stuff again I mean I know it's a lot to digest but if you're a person that is patient and who can likes to just throw on things uh, randomly this would be a great one to check out so once we get into this this excerpt is from the fourth disc uh, and it's a segment of the or a movement of the overall piece called napes and it's going to bring us to the end of the show and if you have any questions for me you can always get in touch with me at fffreakout at hotmail.com or if you want to look at the playlist and link up to some of the titles and find out how to order some of the material on the show you can always head over to our website at freeformfreakout.com but i'll get into this piece again from lone kane and as always thank you so much for listening <laughs> 